The Dodge County Sheriff's Office has a new canine, and there's a special meaning behind the pup's name. Canine Cade and his handler, Deputy Matthew Mayer, began a five-week training course in Iron Ridge today. Cade will be trained in narcotics detection, article searches, tracking, and handler protection. Following their training, the pair will be assigned to second shift. Cade is named after a 14-year-old boy who lost his life in a car accident in 2017. Sheriff Dale Schmidt said the boy became a a true hero donating his organs, which saved the lives of four others. He says the family started a local fundraiser called Play for Cade to raise awareness for organ donation. The group donated $15,000 to the Sheriff's Office Canine Program this past December. The Sheriff says that generous donation was used to purchase and pay for training for their new canine. Members of the Sheriff's Office brought the new canine to meet with family members and loved ones of the Play for Cade organization and asked permission to name the dog after Cade, which Schmidt says they accepted. He adds that they are grateful to be able to honor Cade's legacy through his name. The Sheriff's Office Canine Program is fully donor-funded. As the Sheriff's Office welcomes a new canine to their ranks, another canine has completed his last shift. Canine Tech officially retired on Friday. Sheriff Dale Schmidt. Lieutenant Nails will take um, tech home, and, and we're still working out all of those details. Um, but uh, he will retire uh, on, on the Nails farm, or homestead. And On tech's last day, Dodge County Dispatch had a special message for the canine and his handler, Lieutenant Taylor Nails. We would like to thank canine tech for his 38 and a half dog years, otherwise known as five and a half years of distinguished service to the Dodge County Sheriff's Office and to your handler, Lieutenant Nails. Schmidt says Tech has been a valued member of their agency and will be truly missed. Tech was a member of the Sheriff's Office SWAT team, Drug Task Force, and enjoyed giving numerous presentations to surrounding schools and community events. The Sheriff's Office will be losing another canine as Kid is set to retire at the end of June. Republicans on the legislature's finance committee say raising the minimum age to buy tobacco and nicotine products does not belong in the state budget. Bob Haig has more. Governor Tony Evers included the language in his two-year budget plan. Bills raising the purchase age passed the state assembly with bipartisan support in 2020 and again last year, but failed to advance in the assembly. The state's minimum age of 18 to buy nicotine, tobacco, or vape products conflicts with the federal Tobacco 21 requirement. And until the new standard to align with federal law is in place, there's no local enforcement. Bob Haig, Wisconsin Radio Network. UW System President Jay Rothman says students participating in the Wisconsin Tuition Promise have skin in the game. Rothman was asked about it recently by Assembly Colleges and Universities Committee Chair Dave Murphy. If there's no skin in the game... If it's free, does it become somewhat devalued? Rothman recounted meetings with students who are working while in school. I believe, Mr. Chairman, they have a whole lot of skin in the game. A whole lot of skin in the game. 
The Wisconsin tuition promise funds up to four years of tuition and fees for students from families earning less than $62,000 a year at any UW campus except Madison. It also carries a work requirement. On the upcoming April ballot, Horicon School District will have a referendum asking residents if they can exceed the revenue spending cap to continue making school improvements. Superintendent Rich Apple says the reason for exceeding is because of the capped amount that can be spent per student. In Horicon, we've traditionally been a very conservative, very low spending district. And so we Per student, our revenue limit is at $10,005. Looking across the board, Apple says that the Beaver Dam School District spends $10,026 per student, Houston's for $10,071, with the state average being $10,900. Special education costs are another area the referendum would address. Director of Student Learning and Special Education Katie Schwartz says those costs are similar across the state. It costs more to educate students with special education needs. We are provided with federal and additional state funding uh, that does support the special education costs. Currently, we're at about 27, 28% of our total costs are covered by federal and state funding. If the referendum passes, it will allow the school district to hire more staff, including math interventionalists, mental health support, a middle school counselor, additional teachers, and additional psychologists. The Beaver Dam Area Community Foundation is now accepting grant applications from Dodge County-based nonprofits. Eligible nonprofit organizations are invited to submit grant applications for up to $2,500. Projects should be practical, set into action within a near time frame, and have prospects for long-term sustainability. The grants are intended to provide funding for programming, technology, supplies, and ongoing agency needs. Officials with the foundation say they maintain a strong commitment toward nonprofit missions that benefit health, art, culture, community, education, economic development, and human services. Grants are awarded based on the most urgent and equal needs of Dodge County. The application deadline is April 14th, and grants award decisions will be announced in June. A link to the application can be found at dailydodge.com. Senator Tammy Baldwin's office has announced that the Wisconsin Department of Military Affairs is receiving a federal grant to conduct community outreach, noise mitigation planning, and prepare for the arrival of F-35 jets at Madison's Truax Field. A spokesman for the group opposing the jets is underwhelmed. I think it's just uh, incredible hypocrisy, the whole thing, particularly this idea that she's going to uh, give us a grant to do community outreach and noise mitigation. We've been trying to talk to her for four years now, and she's been totally unreceptive. Tom Boswell with the group Safe Skies Clean Water calls the $798,000 grant from the Department of Defense chump change and notes each F-35 costs $111 million. He says Baldwin has had no engagement with the group despite repeat attempts. Baldwin's office did not respond to a request for comment. 
A local couple was elected to the state's Marriage Hall of Fame. The Wisconsin Family Council began what they called this unique Hall of Fame to honor both the institution of marriage and individual marriages that have gone the distance. A total of 28 couples have been inducted as part of the 2023 Hall of Fame class, including one from Watertown. Joe and Jerry Lynn Hahn have been married for 65 years. Philip and Gloria from Partyville were also elected. They've been married for 63 years. To be eligible, couples must be married for at least 60 years. The Wisconsin Family Council President Julianne Appling says marriage is the foundational institution of every society. She adds that strong marriages that endure are critically important for the well-being of our state. A link to stories on each couple is available at DailyDodge.com. And I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Submit your news tips at DailyDodge.com.